0: I know you'll all be very pleased to hear Luke Daly is back in the studio today. We talk through a bunch of stuff that's happened the Future Security Planning Day, uh, the Pool of the Year that's recently been awarded, the Splash Trade Show. We unpack the new Splash magazine as well, and some things going on around the industry I know you'll want to hear about. Hope you're ready. Hope you're set. Let's go. Splash. Making Chlorinators is what we do at AIS. This laser focus has brought us recognition as a global leader, winning countless international and national awards. Our technology is operating in over 55 countries worldwide. Our claims are backed by university research and data. Our customer testimonials prove the value of our technology's benefits, ease of operation, reliability and service. Find out how your customers can benefit from our 30 years of innovation and excellence at aiswater.com.au today. Well, it is good to be back for another Splash Podcast. Joined again today, I know I've got your hate mail already that he's been off for a little while off the podcast, but he has been around. He hasn't left industry. He certainly hasn't left the podcast. Luke Daly, how are you?
1: Good, mate. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I feel like I'm a bit hot and cold on these podcasts. Sometimes I'm here, sometimes I'm not.
0: Tell you what, you've got some adoring fans out there who obviously, you know, have have some pretty decent taste as well and can see that you know, the podcast is better when Luke and Dave are on together.
1: This is fact, I think, isn't it? I uh, I am privileged to be here with you. I know you You don't let me on that often.
0: Pleased to have you back on today. Look, where, where have you been, Luke? What's been happening?
1: I've been everywhere. I think there's been just about every single group or supplier within our industry has had a conference. I, I think we've had Something like seven or eight awards. We had the future security planning meeting with the heads of industry, which was a great day down in Melbourne just a few weeks ago. I think at the start of September.
0: Yeah, look, that was that was a really awesome sort of landmark day, really in industry. I was so stoked to be there. On our last podcast, I played a bunch of interviews out of that. We did cover that, but you know, you didn't show up for that podcast.
1: That's true. I didn't.
0: Hey, uh, you know what that night ended in was our national awards. Who uh, who won pool of the year uh, well, for this whole country?
1: Well, there was a lot of different awards that night, wasn't there? We tried a new format of we the did. awards and it yep. I think it went pretty well, but we seek feedback on that. Keep your eyes peeled for a survey coming out very soon for that, David, just to give us some feedback on that. It right. was new because we want to honour and, you know, award every different award category that we have to, make sure that we talk about every sector, not just focusing on one sector. We really do cover the whole industry. So um, Pool of the Year, though, David, to answer your question, was taken out by Transform Pools and Spas from New South Wales.
0: Yeah, if people haven't seen that, then you need to look at page 16 of the latest Splash Mag, uh, which we're going to go through in a little more detail today. Or well, what's the website that, uh, that our listeners can jump on, Luke, to see all of the award winners there and all of the categories that we do cover for our incredible... Uh, skilled industry
1: yeah that is au. they're all listed there all the snippets of the videos if you were the fortunate recipient of one of the awards you'll see that collateral there for you to use Uh, and it'll also come out in the pull and spa pre-built edition coming out very soon david
0: Look, speaking of the magazine, it is a Splash Trade Show wrap-up. We're going to go through a little bit of it, but I can't help but go past. I'm not going to go into detail on the article, but I think it's one of the best titled articles that I've seen for a long time. You might not be old enough to remember this, Quentin Tarantino uh, reference here, but there's an article by Cal Stanley called Pipe Friction. Do you get the reference, Luke? Do you get it? No. No reference i can i can collectively hear the sigh of people out there sort of aged 40 and over like me with you your young buck pipe friction pulp fiction pipe friction pulp fiction the quentin tarantino classic no we're not there i'm sure
1: it's a classic but i no, not for me my friend i don't think i've seen that at all
0: okay let's start luke with poolworks there's been a change most of you know about this because you've all looked online and seen it but let's talk about that, Luke.
1: It is the best kept secret, really, isn't it? At the end of the day of the week. So, end of the day of the week, do you like that? End of the day I, of the week like of the month it, of the year. Mix that in. <laughs> Can't even talk straight today. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Article on page 10 of the August September 2022 edition of Splash Magazine. David, the global firm invests in Poolworks Pool and Spa franchise yeah, network. So that's massive news.
0: Yeah. So Norwest, look, they're, they're a massive investment company. In fact, they've got over 200 companies that they invest in and Poolworks has now come into, into that fleet network. Uh, and certainly as you read through that article, I mean, John O'Brien's never been afraid of, uh, promotion of growth and a plan to, to continue to take market share. And certainly that's, that's the plan here with investment from Norwest.
1: Yeah, and I like even just the headlines of the article in the magazine, David, where it talks about growth plans, zooming in on targeted markets, and then equity investment and the pool market. So they're really good. Even those headlines that are in the magazine, I'd encourage everyone to go and read it. But yeah, very, very exciting times there for the Poolworks Network and for Norwest joining us in the pool and spa sector in Australia.
0: Yeah, welcome to the Australian and the Kiwi market as well. Now, Nick Brill, uh, he's moved from the COO position there now to CEO. Yeah, uh, get my—I can't speak now either. CEO. Uh, with Andrew Kidd uh, continuing to lead the US business. There's some pretty lofty goals there. Um, 25% market share in the aftermarket at the moment, um, John O'Brien says, with 140, 140 stores but looking to go to 400 areas for, for pool work. So certainly some growth.
1: Strong trend. ambition is there as Strong well. Strong ambition.
0: Really? That's the word.
1: It is. It, ambitious goals. But, hey, we, we've seen them grow up now. They had their 30th Anniversary, I think, recently at their conference um, in Port Douglas back in, I want to say,
0: August. Wasn't that long ago? Just a no,
1: few not weeks that back. long ago. So, no, big, big times for the pool works group there.
0: The demand for our products and services in pool and spa have grown with consumer. There's more pools, there's more spas, there's more aftermarket than there ever has been. That's just continued to grow, which has been a wonderful thing over the last few years as we seek to, you know, want – Australians and Kiwis to continue to invest and make sure that you've got a pool or a spa in your backyard. So things are growing. Now, speaking of growth, uh, there's an article here on page 11 that will be affecting our listeners in different ways, depending on whether they're employer or employee, minimum wage increases.
1: It is certainly the talk of the town, along with a lot of other things. And I suppose that was the premise of the Heads of Industry up. Day. That's right. Uh, we dare say the word inflation, but we're not allowed to say that, I don't think, because we've got to change the definition. Uh, yeah, on the tips of everyone's tongues, uh, it was certainly one of the topics we covered at the Heads of Industry Planning Day. From a legislative or an absolute you know, compliance perspective, head yeah, very to good. page 11 for that article and check in with Fair Work well, if well, you need some help.
0: Let's talk about that as well. Is there a resource available to industry, Luke, to assist businesses being across this type of legislation?
1: Yeah, so Fair Worker, obviously, the regulatory body involved in that from a government level, but as a SPARZA member, if you are a SPARZA member, we do partner with a company called HR Anywhere who can provide some help and advice for this as well. It's part of the membership. It's complimentary. And, yeah, I'd encourage everyone who is a member to take up that opportunity as a member service
0: it'd be crazy not to it is a complex um, playing field at the moment between the increases in superannuation increases in minimum wage uh, you know other working conditions that that do constantly shift and move it is a shifting ground whether you're an employee or an employer trying to manage this as well Uh, definitely worth reaching out to uh, to that resource Luke just spoke about Haywood's 1.85-horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy-to-customize speeds, countdown timers, and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximize those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood Omnilogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com dot today now cordell statistics look on page 13 where are we at according to cordell at the moment as an industry are we are we seeing massive increases again of you know hundreds of percent on year on year
1: that would color me surprised if that was the case mr stennett
0: well that's uh, not the case is it
1: <laughs> no it's not the case David. look and again I, I suppose we had that heads of industry meeting day for a reason david as we not fight because there's no fight on, but as we consider what it looks like, and we've used the the turn of phrase of the the long fat tail off the back of COVID. How do we uh, protect that growth? Uh, yeah. And that's a conversation that we're having. And we acknowledge every time, right, of these statistics here that they're not 100 perfect and they're not exactly on point so except there is a margin of error in them they're however it is indicative yeah and signals uh what's coming
0: dave indicative so much a better word than indicator thank you for just showing me up on my vocabulary and use of the english language uh, so what we're seeing
1: too so i showed you up there if you like
0: <laughs> what we're seeing in these cordell stats as you would expect with the what was massive growth now in its third year we're still seeing some some delay growth in those numbers particularly uh, around the states we're also hearing maybe the the leads are starting to to dry up a little bit starting to slow down starting to become a little more considered luke
1: that is that is the feedback that that is coming through yes though still solid. And I think we've we've got to put it in perspective. Uh, I don't think we're... We, we grow anyway, Dave. I think I've seen a video recently put out by Splash uh, around the continuous growth of our industry, which is exciting in and of itself. I think we've got to take it with a grain of salt, the fact that there was... I suppose, the removal of all competition as an industry, wasn't there, uh, during COVID, if you think about travel sure was. as the as the primary one?
0: Well, even interstate travel, and in some cases, local travel was out. So, we weren't able to go out for dinner or out to a park or out to even take the caravan or the four-wheel drive out and go camping in some cases. So, the investment did shift to our backyards, which is where we want to keep it.
1: It did. So, how do we, you know, something that we've talked about and at the Heads of Industry Day, the CEO of Sparza, Lindsay, used, used the phrase, how do we make it the thought process from inspiration and, inspirational and aspirational to have a pool, and how do we turn it into an expectation that it has a pool? I think one of the great lines I heard, they said, when I moved into this house that I bought recently, my neighbor poked their head over and said, oh, I see you've bought a reno. So the person goes, what do you mean? Like, it's this gorgeous house in Melbourne, if I recall correctly. And you go, what do you mean I've bought a reno? Like, it's, it's Renault?" And he said, no, no, you don't have a pool. And that's the kind of messaging that we want to have. And 100%. that's the way that we can sustain continuous above, you know, CPI growth for our industry.
0: 100%. Yeah, congratulations on the new property. It's not finished yet. i it's <laughs> <Nope>, still got <laughs> something a, What missing. a great line. That is just a wonderful line, a wonderful a summary of you bought a house, but let's have an expectation Uh, and help a consumer have an expectation. If they've got a patch of dirt in the backyard, then there needs to be a pool or a spa, recreational water on there because it's awesome.
1: Yes, I think that sums it up, Dave. But look, the numbers have certainly been huge for the last few years so i think we need to take it with a grain of salt and i think we need to be wise when we're doing our forecasting and planning for next year as well
0: yeah very good we're casting our mind back to the splash trade show for those of you that were there well you know how good it was it was a world-class event for those that you weren't well i'm sorry there's a big l on your forehead because well you've got romo regret of having missed out And I want to give a special shout out to uh, our sponsors, in particular our platinum sponsor for that event. There's an article uh, in the magazine as well from Stephen Metiziak talking about emerging from the two years of of turbulence that we've had. Uh, A very good read from also our gold sponsor, Dab. We had a podcast a few weeks ago that had the endearing Italian accent of Matteo from Dab was talking about the European pool market and local growth strategy for that business here and of course, our other gold sponsor was Reese. Uh, there's an article again in the magazine to have a look at around relationship building and some of their expansion plans into industry.
1: And they, David, just to interject, yeah, there, they please. were they were here. You might like this. They were recently,
0: recently, nice, nice, yeah. Hey, well, you like that Crown yeah, Best
1: Supplier for Australia at the Sparza National Awards, David.
0: Oh, congratulations. There have been awards left, right and centre, haven't there? And so to all our worthy winners, uh, including our recent ones as well. And we can't forget our silver sponsor of the event too uh, from AIS Water. And just talk there in this magazine, a great article on maintaining leadership energy, um, which has been, you know, a, a real challenge as we've gone from a an office environment to a, a remote environment. Uh, Too, So plenty to have a look at. Make sure you do flick through the magazine. There's pages and pages of photos. You possibly appear in those photos as well.
1: That's it. So jump on there. Tag yourself on one of our posts on the Splash Magazine LinkedIn page. If you do come across yourself, we'd love to hear from you and have your feedback on the expo. Uh, David, I think the opportunities are open for Splash 2024, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Almost, almost open. Uh, We will be opening those in the coming weeks. We are just working with our existing uh, exhibitors. If you're an existing exhibitor, you always have a first right of refusal on holding your place. And we are being inundated at the moment with the current exhibitors wanting to hold their place. So we're just administrating all of that detail and process at the moment, Luke. Hold the fort. We are adding in a little bit of extra floor space. We're squeezing a bit more out for 2024 uh, to sell. So there might be more available. Watch this space. We'll have news soon, Luke.
1: Sounds good to me, Mr. Stannett. Hey,
0: Luke, thanks so much for uh, joining us again on the podcast
1: today, mate. Anytime, Thank you for having me. I hope you'll have me back again before the end of the
0: year. Hey, we will. But, uh, of course, you're part of this podcast. It's just getting you on here, man. The uh, the crowd love you. You're the favourite. And, look, I, I like you too, let's be honest. Hey, God. after this, we are going to hear a podcast um, recording that we did at the Splash Trade Expo uh, from Waterco from Nick Briscoe about some of his research and development. Can't wait. <laughs> Luidra is proud to bring you MagnaPool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system. Providing the very best in water comfort and clarity, MagnaPool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. SmartSense is an ultra-long life cell and ensures MagnaPool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to MagnaPool.com today.
2: Uh, My name is Nick Briscoe and I uh, represent Waterco. I um, work in their research development area as a consultant. Um, Been in that position for 12 years now. Oxyswim is a... um, I suppose, is the upgraded version of Hydroxypure. It's been about seven years in development.
3: This whole journey started by your son, Dalton. That's correct. <laughs> not being able to swim in the family pool because of, he had sensitive skin. That's so right. that journey was, when did that actually start?
2: That's probably started uh, oh, nearly 20 years ago now. So, so the old year just started as, a well, my son, being so reactive to chlorine, not being able to swim in an in outdoor swimming pool, uh, we needed to find an alternative for him. So that's how the journey began.
3: Extraordinary. Mm. And obviously partnering with with a company yeah. like Waterco. Yeah. How does the consumer discern and differentiate between a product that has gone through those quality control checks like mm. Oxyswim? Mm. Is, is there transparency in the industry in that <coughs> way?
2: I think it's one area in the industry that we, we probably struggle with. You know, we all like to sell the idea and the beautiful concept of having a, a, a pool that you you feel like you're swimming in, in fresh water. And of course, we have to realise that there's limitations on how far we can go with that in a swimming pool. I think the view that WaterCo has taken and we always take is that we're transparent in, in the way we achieve, achieve the best outcomes we can possibly get with water and still maintaining regulatory compliance. For example, you know, we all understand that less chlorine can give you less odours and things like that. There's a price to pay for having too low a chlorine in your water. And the price that you might pay is that you might not be able to control bacteria in your water as fast and effectively as you might need to in the case of a of an accident or if you have a high basal load. We also need to be responsible in, in the way we market our products in this industry. Claims that we make in, in our magazines and our um, marketing um, data needs to be qualified. It needs to actually... If you're making a claim about what your product does, you probably need external data to prove that or, or to justify that. And I think probably in our industry that's that's one area where we could massively improve on that side of things. I know we all like to sell the dream of pure, clean, beautiful water that feels like swimming in a lake, but that's all good and well, but if you jump in that lake and you get an ear infection or... Or an ulcer on your skin—it's not
3: very pleasant. No, it's not. So you've you've said that OxySwim is a world first. So if you could just sort of briefly yeah. uh, explain why, and then I guess where you see the product evolving—you know, over the coming years, or perhaps you know trends in that particular space.
2: Yeah. So OxySwim is a world first in respect to the the flexibility it provides to customers. We, we understand that probably the most cost-effective way to run a swimming pool is, is with chlorine or with some sort of form of chlorine. Um, there are ways you can improve chlorine's um, usability in water, which we've achieved with this system. But we also understand on the converse side of that, there are chemicals you can use, like a hydrogen-based type chemical, which are far more pleasant in than chlorine. You know, that comes at a price. They're, they're, they're more expensive than your traditional types of sanitizers like chlorine and bromine. Because the system offers that flexibility, you might only swim or use your swimming pool, depending on which part of Australia or, or the world you live in. You might only use it one or two months a year. A classic example is in, in Victoria. The swimming season is extremely short. Uh, so for you to be running your system on your pool at a premium price for the whole entire year really wouldn't make sense. I guess the other thing... Uh, with the oxy system that we've ma- managed to achieve is the is the use of chlorine dioxide. Chlorine dioxide in Australia is quite a new concept. It's not very widely used, and that's mainly because to use chlorine dioxide in a swimming pool setting is is quite challenging in terms of its cost generally, particularly also the way it's generated. Uh, so, for example, if you use a, a chlorine dioxide generator, it's very very expensive to operate. Not really viable if you're mixing the chemical as a two-part chemical, it's quite dangerous. So we've developed a, a way to have chlorine dioxide generated uh, all year round in in the oxygen system w- without actually touching any chemicals at all. So it's an it's a innovation, that's a world first, where we actually put an additive in the water, a salt-based additive, and any standard salt chlorinator can produce chlorine dioxide as a result of putting that form of salt in the water. So that's a world first as well. That's that's unique. Congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> the f-
3: yes, the future. I mean, is there a a, a vision or a benchmark or?
2: Well, I think a lot of the technologies that we've developed in trying to achieve a, a freshwater swimming outcome or, or a better experience, a lot of the technologies can be adapted to just use in a, in a standard chlorine pool as well. So in other words, we can safely reduce the residual chlorine in the water provided we have a residual of chlorine dioxide with it. Essentially, that is a a low-chlorine system, but it still meets regulatory approval in terms of being safe. So this is the important aspect of of where WaterCo goes with its products. Whilst we want to achieve the best outcomes possible, we're not prepared to avoid or blur the lines of what the regulatory requirements are for a swimming pool, nor do we make claims that are potentially um, not true or potentially might put the swimmers at risk so they're the key things we we look at when we're developing products and and we do work very closely with the regulatory bodies we let them know well and truly prior to to our trials that are done on site uh, that what we're doing making sure that we're working within the existing regulatory framework and we don't go outside of that
3: i guess finally you've worked quite closely with somerset college on the gold sure, coast yeah. how important has that been to the development of the product?
2: Yes, it's a really important aspect that that um, you challenge your products in the in the most harshest environment and also environments that are diverse. So Somerset College has been a unique opportunity for us where they have three operating pools there that have three completely different purposes, one being the Olympic-sized swimming pool with very, very large bath loads from time to time, so we've got 2.5 5 million litres of body, uh, body of water there. Awesome to be able to make sure your products are working not only effectively but cost effectively.
3: Especially when they were training for the Commonwealth Games.
2: Commonwealth Games, yeah. So we're a lot at stake there. We've got to make sure we, <laughs> we don't get an international reputation for course us. <laughs> Swimmers. Uh, and also the I guess there too at that particular site we have uh, a unique situation where there's lots of babies entering the water for the first time doing their swimming lessons. Um, and then the other swimming pool there is is virtually a, a learn to swim school, massive high loads in excess of 250 kids a day going through around about 100,000 litres of water. So that's a real challenge for any uh, sanitising system to be able to, A, keep the water looking perfect all the time and, two, making it safe for swimmers and, three, making it comfortable because uh, the industry faces a lot of challenges with the swimming school teachers' Uh, leaving the industry because they're exposure to chemicals, in terms of high chlorine levels or high combined chlorine levels, we have lots of incidents where uh, swimming school teachers are losing their hair through exposure. So these are the challenges that that we we've faced at Somerset College that we've now been able to regulate. We've been able to now uh, with the innovations that we've that we've installed down there from where we are now where we started probably down there about four years ago to where we are now. The implementation of the system has, uh, has resulted in some ex- extraordinary outcomes for the college and, and they're proud to now let us show the world. Absolutely. Which is great. With innovation there, you know, obviously innovation means you're on the, on the cutting edge of technology and at times the outcomes that you have aren't always the desired ones that you have. Um, but nonetheless, you've, you know, you've got to look at all the things that you do, all the things you can do better, And, of course, there's some pain along the way, but, you know, we just have to keep pushing along and make sure we get everything right.
3: That's the life of an inventor. (laughs) Nick, thank you so much for your time. We hope you enjoy the rest of your Splash Expo. Okay. Thanks, Peter. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you for joining us again on the Ready, Set, Splash podcast. Sure is a lot going on. Wishing you every success until we meet again back here, same place, two weeks. See you there. You just refer to me as Mrs. Stennett? I would
1: never do your wife the dishonor of referring to you as Mrs. Stennett.
0: Or my dead mother.
1: Or your dead mother. <laughs> yeah, my, you've hurt my heart. Recorded and produced
0: by David Sennett for Splash Media.